This is Sean Maluda, the king of the Slovakic, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your your host, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Bear. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> Mary? Yeah, this is Ryan. And we welcome you to episode 323 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsForce.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsForce.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsForce.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yeah, follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler is at Tyler underscore Aver. Ryan is, I'm going to I'm gonna fucking nail this time, Ryan. Hold on. King Scorpio 11. Yeah. Yay! That's it. Welcome, Ryan. What's going on, guys? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, welcome back. Oh, yeah, man. Glad to be back. Always a pleasure to have you whenever you're in town. Heck yeah, man. Mm. Happy to be here. And, uh, yeah, so we've got a lo- we've got plenty to cover this week. We've got feedback. We're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, Hot Topics, all that good stuff. But before we get into all of that, I would like to start with an apology to Doug. Uh-oh. To Doug. To you. Yes, sir. If you could please step up to the microphone so I could explain myself and okay. so that I could get your reaction as to I why say, Daniel was wrong. I was in the wrong. Uh-oh. Uh I was I was a shitty friend to you, sir. To me. I forgot your birthday. Hey man. When you guys all is me, birthdays are the same. <laughs> <laughs> That's no excuse. A true friend would remember their friend's birthday. Sorry. Right. Um no worries. Something came up for whatever reason I did not remember during this week. Uh, I was in the process of planning out what my birthday party was going to be like. And then I was like, wait a second. Okay, my birthday's in May. Tyler's obviously in July. Doug's birthday has always been before mine. And then I was like, shit, I forgot his birthday. So, it's all good, man. so I got this. It's not not skillfully wrapped or anything, but I did get you some candy. Here's a card. Aww. If you want to share Aww. the candy with, with us, you're more than welcome to. It's your no. candy to do. Hey, <laughs> I was going to say, it's his birthday. He's going to yeah, hoard that's, it. That's more. You can awesome. do You can do whatever you, you want. You. So uh, happy belated birthday, sir. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate it. No problem. So, uh, and speaking of candy, I know uh, Mr. A Bear returning from Disney World. Oh, shit, dude. I've been stacking. I've been actually eating the hell out of them. <laughs> yeah. So, got quite a bit of. Yeah, because. Quite a big haul this time. I got around. the. Uh, from Disney, I got the deluxe dining package. And we had like seven snacks left over and one meal, seven which snacks. one meal equals three snacks More at the snacks. end. So, or eight. I don't know. I can't math right now. Uh, but yeah, I got a shitload of uh, uh, candy, and I was eating it. And yeah. It was very good. You ride plenty of rides. Yeah, dude. Had did a lot Space of fun. Mountain five times. Was it the longest Shit. line? Longest line. And the right side's faster hmm. than the left. And it's like crazier turns. Hmm. So that was cool. Rick Flair wasn't there, was he? Do it. <laughs> Rick Flair wasn't I was, there. I was looking for him and I was waiting to hear a woo, but I, I, didn't, I didn't hear shit. So. Uh, so, what was your favorite ride? Or did you have one? Um, what was your favorite moment? 
favorite moments? Yeah. Being detained by the stormtroopers. Hey, thanks, buddy. I, that's a cute card. Oh, good. Oh, did you. you read the envelope as well? I did. The inside. Oh, the I didn't see the inside. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's all good. It's all yeah. Good. All right. Good deal. Um, there was different moments. Really, I don't have like one specific moment. The the stormtroopers was hilarious because I was at Hollywood Studios and I was we were walking, and you see the stormtroopers. <laughs> well, one of them just puts his hands on my chest. No means no. <laughs> he was like, "Let's see some adult. ID." So I was like, "Okay, I'll play along." I show him my ID. He takes out my hand, and one of them takes my sunglasses off, and they're looking at me. Rebel scum. Yeah, and they're like, they have their hands. They're going up and down like mm-hmm. so. So he kind of looks like it, but you're you're okay. So if I knew if I didn't play along, they would pretend to handcuff me and walk me around the park. Which still that would be pretty cool. I should have done that. You should have resisted, sir. Yeah. Like yeah, right. Because <laughs> if down I run away the from, they're not like gonna run after me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they would, but I mean, I'm going to play along Did with it. Did y'all go in the buildings where they have the sort of like meet and greets set up between characters where you like walk in little rooms with like environments and stuff? Inv- uh, there's like a little, there's like a little room you can meet like Kylo Ren and there's like a Chewbacca Oh, room. no, no. We didn't do that this year. Last year we did that though because yeah. we, we, it was Chewbacca and um, I forgot who else, but no, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um Met Gaston. He's a dick. Um, As Disney villains tend to be. Yeah, man. That's that's like the perfect job. It's like, I could be a dick and get paid for this. I mean, you can't, you know, cross A line, but, you know, you can be mm-hmm. a, You can cross certain, D line. <laughs> D line. You can be a little more uh, vulgar than, uh, head. than, the, prin- <laughs> yeah, than the princess counterparts. Um, rides, like the Aerosmith ride. Space Mountain, I like the uh, splash. I like Splash Mountain, mm. just because you get soaking wet on that ride. And it was it was cool because we were the first uh, in those boats or whatever that that you're on. Mm-hmm. And um, me and Gerald with the in the front, and she's like, "Shit, I don't want to be. I don't want to get soaking wet." It's like I was the only one in our group who wanted to get soaking wet. <laughs> Same with like uh, Animal Kingdom when you're doing the the rapids. Mm. I was the one who got soaking wet. Not everyone now else. Did you? Did y'all start the day with that, or was it like midway through, or was that towards the end? Uh, Splash Mountain was the first one of that day. Oh, so you went like the rest of the day soaking wet. Yeah. Ugh, I, I don't tried. know if I could do that. Pretty quick. Bring Except a for my shoes. Socks, yeah. Except for my shoes. That was the that was the worst. But um, Squishy yeah. shoes all day. I can't, I can't deal with wet shoes. That's the yeah. worst. I don't I got, think I can I do that. I had blisters on my feet. On my fingers. Um, Thank you. Um, what else? The food, man. Food is awesome. Yeah. I had a lot of fish. Lots of fish? I just wanted fish, so mm. did a fish a day in different places. I got Mahi Mahi. That was awesome. Swordfish. Mm. Who eats swordfish? A bear does. I did. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. But um I mean I th- I think lots of people eat sword swordfish. Yeah. I mean obviously if they serve it at Disney. What about World, dragon? Dragon, <laughs> at least uh-huh. one. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, all in all, it was good except for the drive because people were with. Right? Oh, we're gonna drive through the night. We left at nine p.m. Like fourteen hour drive. Like fuck that shit. Um, yeah, I was right. How much of that did you sleep? <sighs> Probably like two and a half tops. Oh, because the bad part is you have these pillows. You it in half? Huh? You want to break it in half? We split like. 
I told him, I was like, I am not good at driving at night, to be honest with you. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> just because if I'm going long distance and I'm tired and the vibration from a vehicle makes me sleepy. So I don't even know why it's funny to me. It just so, sounded so sad. It's like, I am not good at driving. <laughs> not a good night driver. So that wait until like morning when the sun was up and I drove. Mm. So I almost prefer to drive at night just because there's so much less traffic. That's true. I just wish I didn't fall asleep easily. Well, that's your fault. No, that's my body's fault. Damn you, body. Like, get you a couple you. of 500-hour um, uh, energy shots, man. Yeah. I tried that before, man. I tried <laughs> that hard, huh? a few years ago. I got free like bottles of that. I, I like tried three of them. Then I went to sleep. Damn. <laughs> I didn't stay awake because yeah. I was still tired. Mellows him out. <laughs> yeah, man. Whoa, I'm sleepy. Take but, the wheel. Um, yeah, I didn't want to come back. Lots of fun, lots of food. Well, fine. We usually well, we usually break the drive in half, like seven. That's seven. what I wanted to do. I was outvoted three to one. That's a smart thing to do. Bunch of a holes. <laughs> wow, you think your wife's an a hole? Yeah, don't tell her I said that. I'm pretty sure she'll find out eventually. Yeah, she will. If not well, through me, okay, then the probably thing Ben. Was, through Ben, yeah. Does Ben listen? Um, mm. I'm sure if he finds out that Ryan's on the show, he'll uh, he'll tune in. The thing though is, What's up, ben? <laughs> the couple we went with, Shout like, because they were, we went in their vehicle, so that the a holes, yeah, the a holes, and then my wife's like, you're gonna you're, say it, commit to it, you're gonna, uh, you're just like, you're gonna sleep anyway, it's like, because they told him I'm not gonna drive at night, but still, I know I can pretty much sleep anywhere, but it was still hard to sleep. I get two hours, and I would wake up because my neck's going this way, and it's so uncomfortable, mm. you know. What type of vehicle were y'all in? It's like some sort of SUV. Oh, okay. But we saw a lot of shit. Huh? Who are the people? Uh, there was uh, Jessica and JC uh, Sanchez. Full on blast. Yeah. Okay. Mm hmm. Do what? So you just put them on full on blast, name and everything. Yeah, I did. So Tyler thinks those two people, including <laughs> his wife, also including his wife, are a holes. A holes. Mm-hmm. The moment I said they're a holes, but they're <laughs> cool people. At least we know who's sleeping on the couch tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sleeping on the couch <laughs> for quite some time. So, uh, well, cool. I'm glad you had fun, Doug. Sorry, I missed your birthday, Ryan. Welcome back. Yay! So uh, let's dive into feedback. First bit of feedback we have is from Ace McSpade saying, "Great balls of fire! Really? Did the creative team go on a mental vacation or something? That's a garbage name for a pay per view. Anyway, great podcast as always, guys. Thanks." So thanks for listening, Ace. Ryan, what is your thoughts on the name Great Balls of Fire for a pay-per-view? Uh, I, I, <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Yeah. I really did. Uh, and then, uh, I can't think of his name. I know his name is Peter. Uh, I, can't, I can never pronounce his last name, but he's also like uh, with WNS. He's uh, always like live at events. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know uh, what talking about. He actually posted, like, no, it's a real deal. I'm it's like, legit. I'm like, are you for real? So is this like Jerry Lee Lewis? And that's when I heard the show last week. And it's like, yeah, it's definitely Jerry Lewis who did it. You know? like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like a, I don't know, it's going to be a piano set on fire or something. And like a little 13 year old girl walking down the aisle, like promoting. <laughs> I don't know. You know, it's weird. Like, of all names, why Great Balls of Fire? Well, I find it interesting because, like, even on Raw this week, they promoted Extreme Rules. Like Dean Ambrose mentioned, oh, I'm going to face you at Extreme Rules, yeah, or I'm yeah. going to beat you at Extreme Rules, or something like that. So, is it Extreme Rules, Great Balls of Fire, or is there going to be a pay per view between now and Extreme Rules entitled Great Balls of Fire? I don't know, but there better be like 
two balls on fire swinging across the stage or something. <laughs> yes. They got to be something like just that. You giant, know? Just giant, yeah, giant metal balls, balls on fire. fire. <laughs> the whole <laughs> pay per view. If not, it'll be a disappointment. That, oh At least a God. piano on fire. Goddamn it, something. Yeah. <laughs> a wrecking ball. Yeah, but I, I thought it was funny. I mean. Hey, I mean, you never know. This might be one of the best pay-per-views of the year. Or it could be one of the crappiest, but, <laughs> I mean. I mean, with a name I'm, I'm like Great Balls of Fire, I, I swear. Bronze out, so I'm going to say, no, it's not going to be the best pay-per-view. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so right. there's actually, actually, Extreme Rules is going to be first. Okay, so we have Backlash coming May 21st. Extreme Rules June 4th. Money in the Bank June 18th. So that'll be like a two-week turnaround. Uh, then Great Balls of Fire, July 9th. Wow. They're doing Extreme Rules and then Money in the Bank? Yes. I mean, I know one's Raw and one's SmackDown, but they're doing those back-to-back? Correct. Yes. And then uh, then July 9th. So it'll be June 4th, June 18th, July 9th. So within like a six-week span, we're going to have three pay-per-views. That is that is wow. many. Yeah. Um, wow. Uh, so, Yeah. But anyways, thanks for the uh, thanks for the feedback. Certainly appreciate it, Ace. Uh, next bit of feedback we have is from Fear Reaper saying, "Hey guys, kind of all over the place." And Daniel, hope you deleted your search history. Uh, anyways, I learned an interesting fact about the House of Horrors match. Uh, well, listen while listening to Edge and Christian's podcast of awesomeness or Pod of Awesomeness, apparently it was Michael Hayes's idea for Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. I like to think that it, that they would make it as entertaining. Uh, or an entertaining and interesting match, but I think they dodged the bullet with that one. Anyways, keep up the great work. So apparently the House of Horrors was meant for Edge and Christian and the Hardy Boys. But they got out of that one. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I feel like there is evidence that exists that the Hardys could make that an entertaining thing. I feel yeah. like, you know, Final Deletion is like proof positive yeah. that they could have done something cool with it. Well, that's... that's 2016, 2017 sure, Hardy sure. Boys. I'm just saying the possibility exists. Sure. The, the, the potential within them exists. And I'm going to defend ourselves because I don't feel like we were all over the place last week. We did. We were asked about VR. Yeah. We did a little bit of a bit on the Great Balls of Fire thing, but that was sort of in line. And then we just talked about the rest of the shows. Well, and we talked about Vince McMahon and Cousins. and Yeah, that was all right. We did but it all tied together. We did a bit on yeah. the Great Balls of Fire. Name, we tied that all together. And then we went into the rest of the shows. I Absolutely. feel like... I don't know. I don't feel like we were all over the place. Yeah. The whole leaves in a vagina was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. That's a real thing. Though. It's I mean, real. Yeah. That's what. That's a crazy thing. Um, but yeah, thank you for the feedback. Final bit of feedback we have is from Rosewood. And uh, bear with me if I mess up. This is quite a bit. Saying, hey guys, great show as always. Thanks for keeping me awake on my long drive home. I believe day one-ish means day one shit. Meaning that their actions aren't anything new since they've been doing it all of their lives. So in the context with the Usos, I think they mean they've been kicking ass since day one. Anyways, here's my question. How do you guys feel about the curtain being, air quote, pulled back? I understand that times have changed, and I believe that it's extremely hard to suspend your disbelief when it comes to storyline. For example, as a child, I always believed that if I saw Undertaker in Austin at the airport or anywhere in the same place other than the than the ring, these guys would put the boots to each other, and a picture of them hanging out never existed. Nowadays, I find it weird that WWE wants us to believe and get invested in storylines with two superstars that have a problem with each other, but then the same night these guys are posting pictures of each other, having a grand old time, or have network specials with faces and heels hanging around each other. 
I get that there's there was no social media back then and times have changed, but I feel it's almost impossible to get that feeling of a real rivalry like whenever I did whenever I was younger, even though I somewhat knew it was all work. I totally get that it's a double-edged sword, but I believe that pulling the curtain back did more harm to the business than good. Not saying the superstars really need to hate each other in real life, but maybe some of them have maybe have some restrictions as far as what they put out there on social media and the network. No one is going to believe that Becky and Charlotte have real beef when they're posting pictures hugging each other hours before the show. Hopefully that wasn't confusing at all. Look forward to your response, and always, God bless. And by the way, I think that House of Horrors match was the equivalent to taking a dump at your house and realizing there was no, no toilet paper. Just absolutely horrible. So thank you, Rosewood. That is quite a bit. Um, as, far, as far as pulling the curtain back, I think, yeah, the times, times have certainly changed, and I think we're meant to believe more of a storyline. Like, it's a show more than anything. Like, you know, you see people... Like whenever they shoot Game of Thrones, they're posting pictures with each other, the good guys and the villains. They're having a good time. I think it's it's more like that. It's you know, yeah, you, you suspend your disbelief, but in in the long run, they're they're portraying characters. I mean, the the only reason that you didn't see, but like you say, there was no social media back then, and the only reason that you didn't see pictures of these guys who were feuding hanging out is because. There wasn't a social media platform to share it on. Mm-hmm. Those photos exist. You can go see stuff of people yeah. hanging out online now all the time. It was an inevitable. It was an ev- inevitability that we would get to this point. Mm-hmm. There's no. There was no way that it couldn't like eventually work out this way. And there was. There's no putting it back in the bottle now that it's out. Yeah, it's just the reality of it. And to me, I have no problem whatsoever with what they do. Uh, on their own social media, I don't even. Nothing bothers me outside the confines of the show. What bothers me is when they act like I, I'm trying to think the the only examples that I can that come to the top of my head is like, and this is going to go back a few years, but it's still relevant. This is just an example of what bothers me. Like when CM Punk was doing like the whole like, um, look how fake and dumb this bullshit is. Like he's like, oh look, I'm going to do a contract signing. You know what happened? Like, mm-hmm. like whenever they do it in the confines of the show, it bothers me. Like keep up the illusion in, in the context of the show, like between the right. start and the end. But I don't care what they do when they're, when they're off the show. It doesn't bother me at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe, maybe as a kid, you have a better appreciation for that. Like the, them making it seem more real or whatever. But like, I'm, I'm an old man. Like I know what the the gig is up. You know. Yeah. You you know the jig. You know the the yeah. situation. It's sort of like how you guys talked about the difference between Total Divas and the actual, you know, Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. It's like there's a universe A and a universe mm-hmm. B. Sometimes they blur the lines. Sometimes there's that there is that continuity. But other times it's two separate worlds. Like they're portraying different characters almost. Right. So maybe it's a little bit like that. Um you know, some of the stuff is for the cameras. Some of the stuff is whatever. But so I guess he's talking about like what what uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman took their picture together. Yeah, so, I know that her. one. Uh, but that was actually t- Titus O'Neil who took the picture and posted. Yeah. So I heard you know like he might got some backstage heat for it, but I don't know. But at this point, it's like who cares? You're like, in another country. I mean, you. I mean, if y'all all together, how y'all will not be separated? I mean, you don't want to get lost in another country. You know, all right, I'm going my way. You go your way. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got to stay together. You know. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that at, at some of those be a star, you know, they yeah. go to schools and stuff. And they've had 
Seamus there when he was a bad guy. Mm-hmm. They've had the Miz go out there and talk to the kids. They've, you know, we, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I mean, no, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. Kind of like what Doug said, man. I mean, if you, if you, if you stick to the script, like on the show and don't, I guess break character there or whatever. No, that's fine. Or yeah, I think as long as the product is in entertaining and it keeps you interested, that's all that really matters. Right. It's like I I understand the whole you know predetermined and all that, but yeah. I'm still gonna enjoy it. Yeah. And this is gonna not to go back into this whole thing again, but the the new fit that feeling for today's audience is the uh we. It's not so much we don't we don't know that the good guys and the bad guys don't actually <clears throat> get along or whatever. It's the new that kayfabe feeling for the like this era, this modern wrestling era is like you hear all the rumors of backstage and you don't know what's really true and what's not. So that's how mm-hmm. that's sort of like your good guys and bad guys now. This is like a, you're well. I heard that this they didn't. He's in trouble because of this. And sometimes they may play with that on air, and mm-hmm. that gives you that whole like. Oh, they're feuding bl- on Twitter. Yeah, like that. I, it's just a, we could never ever go back to that. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just not possible. And mm-hmm. it was an inevitability that it would happen this way. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I understand like longing for like a. Sh- there's a lot of shit I long for from when I was a child. <laughs> you know that th- that's like. You're so such like a pure existence as a child that you know mm-hmm. everything seems like the hugest deal in the world, and you know of course I wish I could go back, but it doesn't bother me as long as they keep it consistent on the actual programming. I'm fine. Yeah, as long as they put out an entertaining product. What do you think, Tyler? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for the feedback. Certainly do appreciate it. As I'm munching on my candy. Let's talk about Raw, because uh, they were in the UK, and the um, crowd was lively as ever, as they tend to be. Um, we kicked things off with Dean Ambrose receiving a phone call, being told he's going to be the uh, general manager. Miz comes out and says, wait a minute, I just got off the phone with Stephanie, and I'm the co-general manager, so deal with that. So, that happened. Um Braun came out wearing a sling, so it looks like the uh, the rumors are now becoming more confirmed that Braun is injured. No, and uh, it he looks could like wrestle with just one. <laughs> yeah, arm. he could, uh, and he did. I don't know how wise that was, but yeah. it looks like he's going to be out for uh, for a couple of weeks, maybe two to three weeks. Um, I even saw someone comment that he might need surgery or something like just I a, does, yeah a small surgery. Yeah, yeah. Something along those lines. <laughs> Sorry. Um, he does need surgery, but they aren't sure how long he's going to miss until he has the surgery. Mm. So the plans involving him are sort of up in the air. And that was some of the reason, I guess, Raw was so shitty. And then other reasons, they all sort they always sort of half-ass it when they go to the UK. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because Raw sucked. The only thing good on Raw was the Roman Braun stuff yeah. and the tag team gauntlet. Yeah. Um. And that like rope assisted suplex to the outside Braun did on Dean in the main event. Everything else, you fuck, who cares? <laughs> also, okay, that all those three things and the gold dust and R-Truth promo I liked. <laughs> Everything else can go fuck itself. 
<coughs> but so, well, how did Braun hurt himself? It's uh, I don't know if it's a shoulder thing or if it's an uh, elbow thing, something like that. Yeah, originally they said it was like a rotator cuff, but now I'm hearing it is like his elbow. Well, that's what that's the worked injury they got from him slamming the. You can take it over there with mm-hmm. you, or some of it. <clears throat> the from slamming in the door that was like the worked injury or whatever. Mm. But he's out of the June show for sure. He was supposed to get the shot at, Br- at Lesnar on the yeah. July. That's all up in the air until they know what's for sure going to happen. Uh, when he ha- he has to have the surgery, but they don't know how long he's going to be out afterwards. Yeah, and then so they don't know if they need to. I guess it would either be Balor or Rollins who would get the shot at Lesnar if he didn't. So they don't. I think that'll probably be the main <clears throat> event for Extreme Rules, like Balor versus Rollins to determine the number one contender, or maybe they'll have their blow off feuds. I don't think they know. I think you can look at this show and be like, they were treading water yeah. to see till they figure out exactly what they want to do. Like, let's just get through this week, then we'll then we'll see what happens. They 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 usually do the like a lot of long matches and not a lot of angles on like the UK tours. Mm-hmm. But just this show seemed very uninspired. Yeah, everything sucked. Ambrose coming out. We're not going to do a whole lot of talking, fe- featuring you know eight or nine segments where they're all talking whether it be backstage or in the ring. But, yeah. Like, like you said, the uh, the gauntlet match, holy crap, that was that was a great shine for Cesaro and Sheamus. I mean, they they put a beat down, and they got beat down by the end of it. I like the the Hill team. Yeah, Cesaro and Sheamus. Well, Cesaro now turning Hill. Yeah, the frustrated and all that. Um Excuse me. Let's talk. Let's talk about that match. I, I was really hoping Goldust and Our Truth were going to win. I was. I was almost expecting it because by the time they came out, Cesaro and Sheamus were so beat down, like they were having so much trouble. I thought that's the story they were telling. That they were going to. They were going to take advantage of like picking the bones. But plus, their promo together was so awesome. He's yeah. like, dude, I, I can't even remember exactly what he said, but I just remember like, God damn, Truth and Goldust, just my heart like feels bad for you. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys got there and fucking do it. And they just like, I know what I'm capable of. I know what you're capable of. Let's go show out what we're capable of. Right, right, yeah. But it was a good promo. Yeah. For sure. For guys who don't have any TV time, who haven't been doing anything, that's like a I'm never on TV, but I made you care about me in like 30 seconds of yeah. this fucking pro. That's good. That's hard to do, right? It is. Because there are so many people on the roster who could be given the opportunity to give like a 45-second promo who mm-hmm. couldn't make me care about their match if they fucking tried. And it was it's weird because like they did like a two-week setup or even a one-week where it's like last week they went and talked to Kurt Angle and they're like, hey, listen, we need we need a chance. We, we want a shot at the titles. And Angle gave them a legitimate reason, you know, saying, you guys don't no. have the best win-loss record. I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. You got you to win. And so here we are this week. They're like, okay, this is our shot. This is our chance to do it. It gave the the crowd a reason to care. And see, that's how, like, easy and simple pro wrestling is. It doesn't have to be some, like, crazy fucking, like, Shades of Grey character where you don't know who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. You don't have, it, has, it doesn't have to be, like, some twisting double cross is just like these dudes were like hey man we're fucking losing our asses here yeah. <laughs> and then the, the the general manager says no you can't just have a title shot you gotta win some matches they're like hey let's fucking do this mm-hmm. i don't know i thought that it was a really let's good do promo. It together it I, was i like both those guys anyway and i like them as a team and i just i don't know and they're not doing anything with them 
Uh, did you see the table of three that they did with like him, Goldie, and Booker T? Like, mm-hmm. sit around the table and uh, I guess one of the questions, like, what were the dynamics between, you know, how how did y'all win a title? You and Goldie's like, well, you know, me and Goldie, you know, we had a thing going on. Like, y'all do it. was all super little thing. Like, well, I want to see y'all do something. You know, like, I need to see y'all bring it up a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, because. The tag, team, the tag team division is getting, you know, a little bit more hectic. This, I think it's even before the Hardys came in. Mm. It's probably like, I don't know when it was, but I just like happened to watch it. Yeah. But um, they were, back then they were just trying to push, like, you know, let, let's see what, what y'all can do, you know, because me and out of nowhere, just, you know, nobody didn't think me and him win the tag team titles, you know. Then when we, the night that we won it, you know, it was like, it was a good feeling, you know, and I like to see the same thing happen to y'all in a way, you know, so. So they've been talking to him for a while, so I thought, like, now they're starting to push him up some more because mm-hmm. he really didn't see, like you said, you don't see him on TV that much anymore. So it's like, you know, they just. You see them in the back. You see them in the background, but they're not doing anything. They did the mm-hmm. Pokemon Go thing a couple of weeks, but fuck, how long did Pokemon Go? Yeah, mm, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, in in two weeks flat, they got you not only caring about these two guys, but giving them a hope spot. Going, these guys might win in the gauntlet. It's just it was so. It was such a simple story to tell. Um, you know they. It started the match with Enzo and Cass going up against Cesaro and Sheamus. Cesaro and Sheamus get the win. Uh, Slater and Rhino came out, and I mean, they came out and just destroyed Rhino. Wow. Um, I love the crowd because there's chanting, Heat's got kids, Heat's got kids. And Cesaro's like, Oh, he's got kids? Watch this. Boom. Leg drop into the groin. No more kids. No more kids. So we'll give the crowd that. They were, they were, it was very original. Yeah. Um, so you got to give them credit for for that particular chant. Um, they ended up uh, Cesaro and Sheamus ended up getting the victory on that. Gallows and Anderson came out, and here's I thought that they might have done the switch there and give Gallows and Anderson the win. Golden Truth comes out, and they end up getting the victory. Uh, but instead, they went with Cesaro and Sheamus. And at that point, I was like, okay, they're probably going to go with Cesaro and Sheamus, but I wouldn't be too surprised if the Golden Truth pulls out the shocker uh, in front of the crowd. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was an enjoyable matchup. The whole the whole thing, I should say. Um, Cesaro and Sheamus, man, they put in some work that night. Oh, they like tag team turmoils. Like, I've been about to be seen one, but I love that gauntlet style. Yeah, yeah. see who who's the last team standing kind yeah. of thing. I uh, I gotta appreciate JoJo. She she whenever she was giving the instructions on how the match worked, you could tell she was. Trying to remember it, but she—I mean—she ended up getting through it with without any major problems. Um, going back to the beginning, uh, I did like the Kalisto promo whenever he came out and was like, "Listen, you might not be done with Roman Reigns, but you know, I'm not done with you. I don't care how big you are. No one treats me like trash." Like, <laughs> I found that funny because he literally—he literally got thrown into a dumpster like trash. <laughs> not only not more than one occasion. Yeah, I'm not trash, but you throw me in a trash can. Yeah, and they're going to be a trash can. Yeah. I'm not trash like as a banana pills, like Paul Hoffman said. No, um, <laughs> I'm a trash I, man. See, I thought he struggled to get through it. He does. He he's not the surest of himself on the mic, you mm. know. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. It's not. I mean, I, I okay. It's sort of not fair because he doesn't get a lot of chances to do it. But also at this, when you're in the biggest fucking company in the world, work your shit out before you get there, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Well, I've, the the way I took it, he wasn't struggling. He was just so mad that Turned he was. On his words, yeah, like from, was, you know what? Just yeah, I can't even put it together. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, the, the, I, chill, man. I hate when they do the brawn stuff. This is like, uh, this is like small, like, like I don't know, nitpicking on the brawn stuff because 
general generally is portrayed really well, but I don't like when they do the I'm gonna fucking wreck your shit as soon as my arm's done. Yeah. Like, because to me, Braun doesn't give a fuck. Braun's like, we'll just fucking pie face your shit with his good yeah. arm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's that was one thing that that kind of irked me about. Uh, same thing about when him he, they week. made him show ass on Lesnar. He's like, I'm gonna fucking, I'm coming for you, big man. But first, let me. I'm gonna go <laughs> step back. Yeah, that's that's a little misstep for me. But yeah, he's pre- he's presented like so well, so it's hard to give him shit about that. But it's just like takes me out of it a little bit when he's like, what Braun does not strike me as the type of dude who's like, I'm gonna handle this, but when my arm feels better. Yeah. To me, he's just like fucking rips his broke arm off and beats you over the fucking head with it. That's, to me, that's like how he should be. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. And I'm the same way. Like the, the the part that irked me was whenever he was like, I'm going to take care of you once I'm not injured anymore. Like, dude, how many people have you injured? You know, huh. you flipped an ambulance while the guy was strapped down. Like you apparently have no care for people who are injured unless it's yourself. And the fact that they tried to put, you know... And he made uh, Ambrose made Braun eat his words like I'll beat you with one arm if I have to. And it's like, oh well, there you go. You're gonna fight him with one arm. He's like, well, hey, I I can't fight. I'm injured. Yeah, I don't see. I don't. To me, like Braun is is like tougher than he is smart. Like he's too stupid to like have something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's I'll too, fight you with this broken arm. Yeah, to me, he's just like a, a force of like nature. You yeah, know? he's just like a he should be just that guy. beast. Doesn't know what the fuck's going on, just ready to punch. Ow, somebody. why is my arm hurt? Yes. <laughs> Who put my arm in this fucking thing? <laughs> Wait until I find the I guy. Here? I don't give a fuck. Let me fight somebody. <laughs> Roar! Roar! Yeah. I mean, I'm overplaying a little bit, but I do like more of a he's 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 He played a little chicken shit this yeah, week. Yeah, like, I don't like that out of him. Yeah. Yeah. That kick to Roman though, that was nice. Like That's the best thing kick. on the show, those two guys. Yeah. Sorry, one of y'all. No, I was saying like it was like the Sparta kick, like he just kind of yeah, like, yeah. That would be uh, that will probably end up on Botchamania. Someone doing that. There's a Sparta. I missed, I missed a lot of Raw. Oh. I watched SmackDown. But I was, was oh man, that kick! You need to go back and find a uh, find a video clip of that because, dude, did you guys see the? Uh, did you see the uh, the chair shot? The accidental chair shot? No. What, what? Oh my god! It was the brawl between Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, and um, and so. Roman whips him into the uh, into the post. He goes down. He's got the uh, the steel chair. He hits him on the arm. Ah, oh, my arm! I can't believe this. Roman goes to get him again, but like Braun slightly moves at the last minute, clips him right in the head, oh. right on the side of the head. And uh, they went and showed the replay on that, and they didn't show that that angle again. Yeah. Shit. Because he Chipped meant to go, <laughs> yeah, he went to go like hit him on the shoulder or on the arm, but I mean it clipped him right on the yeah. top of the head Probably on the side. <laughs> it it would have been close. Yeah. Uh, if anything, he's probably got a, a bruise there yeah. because damn, that looked like it hurt. Must have missed that one. Like I went, I went back and and rewatched it, and I made sure Kelsey was watching. She was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> It was uh, accidents happen. Accidents yeah. do happen, and man, that was a bad accident. I'm like, the, they might find Roman Reigns because like they yeah. don't want any chair shots of any kind. But, yeah, like whether it was intentional or not, the right. dude got jacked. <laughs> um, so they had a couple matches on Raw, uh, aside from the um, the gauntlet match. Uh, Miz going up against Finn Balor, and the match ends in a disqualification. Because Miz is co-general manager and says, 
Well, he pushed he pushed Finn Balor into the uh, the official Ripper, and yeah. said, "Hey, you're not allowed to touch the official. Official, ring the bell. Official rings the bell. Here's your winner by disqualification. The Miz. Dean Ambrose comes out. Hey, whoa, whoa, we're not whoa, ending whoa. that way. Uh, restart the match. Finn Balor attacks, gets the victory. One, two, three. So Balor. How do you feel with um? Well, now since Braun is still trying to figure out what to do with Braun, but how do you feel about what they're trying to do with everyone else is they're still trying to shuffle people around and all that stuff. Yeah. It's a weird feeling. I mean, next week we've got Ambrose and Miz. Uh, I don't know what they're going to do with Rollins and Samoa Joe. I don't know what they're doing with Finn Balor and Bray Wyatt. Like, I've really been interested in a Samoa Joe and uh, Seth Rollins. You Rollin. haven't or have? I ha- haven't. I, don't, I just haven't. It's, I don't, it's not meshing with me. I mean, It was kind of like he was there. To be sort of the the muscle for Triple H, yeah. and now that Triple H is there, what Triple H is gone? He, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's gone or whatever. He was slain at WrestleMania, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, it I'm, just seems like it is. I don't know. Something's missing. I think that's the problem that they have with with, and this is just my opinion. The the problem that they have with putting the Universal Title on Brock Lesnar, who's a part timer, who we haven't seen since it's WrestleMania. Yeah, it's like really. So yeah. you've got. The the Intercontinental title, the tag title, and the women's title. And the cruiserweight, but and the cruiserweight, but that's you know they have their own show to Yeah, that's focused on two oh five live. So you know, you have all these players and no piece to go with it. I mean like so how you know, like the third day uh clause is already over. Like, you know, Yeah, no kidding. It's probably like what forty, fifty now, yeah. and that's the continuity that I that I dislike. Whether you, I mean, they could come out and easily say, "Well, Brock Lesnar had a stipulation in his contract; yeah, he doesn't have to defend it yeah. every thirty days." But I just, uh, but like, what's the use of taking off a of Naomi? You know, a few months back before WrestleMania, and then like to get back to WrestleMania, which I was happy about. But it's like, yeah. what's the use taking from like you know she she was in a complete uh, she wasn't the the clause where she couldn't compete in thirty days, but yet. Here's Brock Lesnar, who's who's healthy, and yeah. it's not just you know it's not one of part of his due date or dates that he's uh, performing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's kind of I don't like it's the continuity yeah. issue. Yeah. Like, wrong, I love the Intercontinental Champion, like that's like one of my favorite titles, you know. Yeah. But it's like that's not the big title. But then again, they, I guess there it's more light on it now in a way. I um, mean, you know, it's getting a little more focus. Yeah. Then every time like Dean Ambrose have a title, he he's like I don't know, he just doesn't do anything. Yeah, I mean when he yeah, had a US title true. with the Shield, you know, he had that for like months before he even defended that. Yeah, like I'm I'm more I'm hoping I'm hoping that on Raw they. Uh, they give the title to Miz. the Miz, yeah, because he is at he last, last year was his year. Yeah, he's hot, man. I mean, he's one of the best heels going on right now. Yeah, he gets he gets heel heat. He's he's solid enough in the ring. Sometimes. sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was the total Bella stuff. Yeah. He ended up getting well, cheered for. My hand for him. goes up, your mouth goes shut. And I feel like I that's something that. <laughs> that if they ever decide to turn him face again. I feel I think that's something that'll carry over. Yeah, because like whoever he's feuding with will be bad mouthing him, and he puts his hand up. Yeah, and the, the crowd. crowd will say it. Yeah. Your mouth goes shut. Um, I was just something that I was spitballing in my head. Yeah, but honestly, Miz is probably one of the most solid heels that they have. Right, uh, going right now. And throughout the years, we've been hot and cold. We really have. When we first started the show, we were like, "This guy's going to be the next." Main event player. He's got it all. He's got the catchphrases. He's that got happens the... with your career, you know? Yeah. It depends on how you're booked. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's he certainly 
turned it up to to a new level in this in this past year. Because there was there was a time where I'm like, man, they have nothing for him. What is he gonna do? They, mm-hmm. I can see them releasing him. Yeah. But uh, is not the case because he'll be facing Dean Ambrose next week on Raw for the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, the next match they had was Alexa Bliss going up against Mickey James. Uh, Alexa Bliss had Nia Jax in her corner, and I like the fact that Nia Jax is, in a sense, holding Alexa Bliss hostage. Yeah. Uh, in a way, because backstage she came up to Alexa and was like, "Hey, did you really mean what you said last week that that I'm great?" She's like, "Oh yeah, of course, <laughs> absolutely, I meant that." And she's like, "Oh cool, so uh, you don't mind giving me the next title opportunity, right?" Well. That's the thing. I can't make those matches, and that's something that Kurt Angle would have to do, and he's not here this week. But I tell you what, uh, next time I see him, I'll put in a good word for you. And she's like, great. I'll be right here next to you until you, yeah. until we see Kurt Angle. you got a new Angle. best friend now. Yeah, you got a new best friend. <laughs> best friend. We're going to hang out forever. So, uh, And then Mickey James had uh, had Bailey on her sign. Nice. Yeah, and I is... Incredibly tall compared to Alexa Bliss. Um, but yeah, so Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James. Not a whole lot to take from the matchup, but uh, the crowd was certainly hot for Bailey. Then they tried to turn it for, for Mickey, doing the Hey Mickey, you're so fine. See, I thought, uh, they, were saying, I thought they were doing the Bailey channel. Like, hey, Bailey. They Ooh. did. Okay, they did. Okay. Yeah, they did that. And then they did the Hey Mickey, you're so fine, you're okay. so fine, you blow my mind. Uh, then it sounded like at the end they went to they did, they were gonna do the Hey Bailey, but they said Hey Mickey. Oh, okay. So I think I think Bailey was trying to say no chant for her. Oh, yeah. Uh, because you know at first she kind of turned around and acknowledged it, and then then she was like, okay, now let's you know focus on them. So Bailey was at least trying to get the focus off of her, which is fine. Um, so I know I know somebody in Austin now that her name is Bailey. I did that chant for her. She started laughing her ass off. She's like, <laughs> did you come up like no? It's actually a wrestling chant, but she thought it was kind of cool. That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, so Alexa Bliss ends up defeating Mickey James. Uh, then she decides to attack Mickey James afterwards, as does uh, Nia Jax. Uh, Bailey chased Alexa Bliss out while Mickey James just got her <laughs> butt handed to her by Nia Jax. Um, we saw Samoa Joe and Seth Rollins brawl backstage, which set up for their match later on. Um, then we had the Braun Strowman Kalisto match ending in a no contest after Roman Reigns came out. Uh, then we had the Gauntlet match. Then we had Samoa Joe versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Rollins wins via disqualification. Uh, nothing really to take away from there. I can't wait until I don't know. I just don't. I'm not excited with the Seth Rollins Samoa Joe stuff. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just something. I, it's just something to help pass time between Filler? the two. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the only thing I care about on Raw is I care about Roman, I care about Braun, and I care about Sheamus and Cesaro. And I'm kind of like curious to like to what degree they're going to take the Hardy shit to. Yeah. But other than that, I have like yeah. a hard time like how investing long do you anything give else. them? I mean, I don't know how close they are with um, the whole lawsuit shit. I mean, they may never get it. Who knows? I mean, they may set. I mean, I don't know why they would, like, price it, because they're not going to be able to use the Hardys, so I don't know why they wouldn't cut a deal and get some money out of it, but that doesn't mean... Just stupid. They've made a lot of other, like, stupid business decisions, so why I heard they, they tried to, like, trademark Vanguard 1, Broken Mat, like, all of that stuff. 
I don't know. Maybe they did. I mean, it just seems. <laughs> um. After that, I mean, he's doing all the stuff. I guess that he can get away with. I don't think you can trademark like moving your arm or like the faces he makes, and so he's doing uh, all that. Shit. Yes. <laughs> It's been delightful. Like I don't think you can trademark how you you make your voice sound. I mean, yeah. Uh, I trademarked that. You can't do that shit. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Like, how would you put that into writing? I'm not an entertainment lawyer, so I, I don't know. You know, <laughs> this guy is good at writing up contracts, man. <laughs> you can't do that shit. You just owe him. They just put a picture of the audio file. You owe <laughs> the him wavelength on it. Two hundred dollars every time you do that laugh. <laughs> No thanks. Uh, Cruiserweight action. TJP defeats Jack Gallagher. Tries to attack, and then Austin Aries makes the save. Sasha Banks goes up against Alicia Fox. Matt, uh, the crowd doesn't really care. Sasha Banks ends up getting the victory. I um, actually hit a good Northern Lights suplex. That meant that kind of surprised me. I actually happened to see a meme of it, and it was actually a good Northern Lights. Like she hit it perfectly. I didn't get to see it. I guess I turned away or yeah. whatever it was, but I did hear a couple people talking about that on, on social media. Yeah, like, it was, Pretty it was, good? Yeah, it was real nice. Hmm. I have to go and check that out. Uh, the final matchup, Bray Wyatt going up against Dean Ambrose. Um, didn't really have a whole lot of interest in this match either. Uh, Bray Wyatt ends up getting the victory. and Yeah, that suplex was pretty, uh, pretty sick. Uh, but Bray Wyatt ends up getting the victory. And... Miz celebrated, saying I'm going to be the champ, and that'll be awesome. So that pretty much did it for Raw. Uh, as far as SmackDown goes, we had uh, six people opening the show. Uh, Randy Orton, Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, AJ Styles, um, Baron Corbin. What is the Maharaja? What does that mean? I'm is this the sure. name that he says? Yeah. I mean, Jinder? it might, you know, it's probably just like a nickname, Punjabi Playboy and all that. Yeah. I'm not too sure. Um, yeah. Had a six-person opening segment to set up for the main event later I'm, on that night. Man, I'm going for Jinder to win that title. Yeah, yeah same here. You think they're going to take a chance on him? Take a chance, take a chance, take a chance, take a chance. Maharaja is an Indian prince. Hey, I, there you go. I Googled it. Okay. Boom. Now I know. <laughs> You've been learned. learned. So, uh... After that, we saw the uh, the welcoming committee as they introduced Natalia. They passed out flyers. They passed out flyers. And then uh, Naomi came out, introduced Becky Lynch. Then Charlotte came out saying, I don't need an introduction. Woo! Yeah. Um, that was weird. Uh, Natalia ends up defeating Becky Lynch. Yeah, I can't do a good woo, so it was weird. Give me your best woo. Damn it. You put me on the spot. I can't yep. do it. Come on. Let's hear it. Woo! I can't do it. Not bad. That's like a Kurt Angle woo, man. <laughs> Sound good. Woo. Yeah. Woo. I can't do it no more because I'm on a neck injury, but woo. <laughs> <laughs> you do it. Mean. Woo. By God, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> That's my line. <laughs> <laughs> Even that big girl right there in the front. Every time, like, we I'm go into. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Anytime we go into goofy Ric Flair shit, I always bring up the Ric Flair Jay Lee crap, yeah. man. It is because awesome. I'm gonna kick it. <laughs> it What's that line? Good. I goes, oh, take that that boot, or take that ghetto booty off of Space Mountain, because I'm gonna kick it. <laughs> <laughs> that was Nigel. Lord have mercy. 
Uh, so Natalia ends up defeating Becky Lynch. Then backstage, Becky Lynch rallies the troops, saying, "We gotta." What did? What did she? How did she word it? She was like, "Yeah, we have to outbond them." But yeah, so <laughs> I don't know why, man. And I, I know I've seen uh, James Ellsworth's face many times, but I couldn't stop staring at his jaw. Yeah. His lack of chin. Yeah, it's like I forgot it. Then I just uh, like and I <laughs> just, forgot what it looked like. And then like I saw it again. I was like, oh shit! Why am I staring at this? He has no chin. Um, we saw Fashion Files with Brizango. Okay, well, I know it's hard. Yeah, you didn't get to catch last week's. So this is so, okay. New this is doing. new. Yeah. but I was like, hey, I mean, it wasn't last week's good. was funnier in my opinion. This wasn't mm-hmm. this that good, but it's still cool that they're giving this to them because they never really had this going on i did chuckle at the fact that the you know, uggos well the uggos does make me chuckle but the those uh, are boots right uggs uggs okay yeah uh but it was the cheerio and no thanks i already had my breakfast it's like uh, it's for ugly it's like uggos is for ugly uggos uglies then, then I mean, the ascension uggs, but i don't think that's a connection they're trying to make yeah then why then were the ascension in that small little room with that chain what are they doing what, in there <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> hey, man, they're in the room just grunting. What was it? Tyler Brace like, don't oh, no, hurt her. Don't hurt her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just uh, hanging out with the chain. That and some me face up, like, okay, let's see what we got. They had this caution tape taped to the wall, <laughs> and Fandango just walks through it like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's the officer. Yeah. The foggy apple. That's right. So, go home. You know, you know what I thought of whenever, whenever he opened it, and they were just like in there, like being weird and grunting. It sounded to me like some muscle man shit. Like they just like walked in on them doing like, I don't know. <laughs> you know who else likes to carry chains around with them? My mom. Woo. <laughs> Anywho, um. But no, I mean, it wasn't that good, but I liked it. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah. <laughs> because who knows, man? They're most likely going to lose, and someone else is going to step up. Are they going to still be doing that shit? Who knows? Absolutely. Especially when a new day come in a couple more weeks. So mm-hmm. Oh, man, that was hilarious, that little scene mm-hmm. with the, the video game, the tag teams. Booty! <laughs> Booty! <laughs> After that, we got to see Eric Rowan going up against Luke Harper. Eric Harp, uh, Eric Rowan, Eric, Eric Harper, Harper. Yeah, fusing and them Luke together. Rowan, yes. Why? Why of these two? Why did they pick him to <laughs> to push? I mean, I, I, honest question. Okay, number first and foremost, you need a credible threat to go up against Randy Orton after de- after he defeats Jinder Mahal. Well, didn't they push Maybe Luke Mahal for a while? Did they push Luke for a while? Not really. It looked like they wanted to, but they they stutter stepped out of it. Mm-hmm. Also, I want to say that Luke Harper like. Sans the Wyatt family gimmick looks less greasy in real life. He looks more clean. I know that's by design, but I'm saying maybe he got a new shirt. His, <laughs> the black ha- shirt. He did get a new shirt and he got new jeans, but also his hair looks less greasy. Yeah. It's like he washed his hair. He, when he's a good guy, he can wash his hair. He's been cleansed. Yeah. He, he looks more con- clean. Yeah. And he I appreciate conditioner. it. He's also like he also like toned up and slimmed down a little bit. Like but his arm like he'd been formed out like he'd been doing hmm, been hitting the gym. Yeah. But that's also good. like why I don't know why they need to put him over Harper. Even if you're going to push Rowan, I don't know why Harper was the guy you needed to be. Because oh, they're former Wyatt family members. And they've. 
one's been set free and the other but you can do that without unceremoniously beating him out of nowhere for like the first with a thumb to the eye no less okay that was stupid because to me rowan much like braun rowan is not like a thinking like i have a plan guy Mm -hmm. so when he's like i'm gonna hit him with the mask i'm gonna hit him with the mask and when the ref takes the mask first of all he didn't look back to check like well enough to to Mm -hmm. to get the point across then then he thumbed to me, he doesn't strike me as the type of guy. The guy who wears that fucking mask to the ring is not the guy who has a plan. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why that's a, why that. Why, I don't know. That's why a, I look like a guy with a plan. And his new finish sucks. <laughs> his new finish sucks. The twirly bird fucking front. That side. was pretty weak. It's like what the fuck is he even weak sauce. I don't know. I didn't like anything about this twirly bird. Anywho, Dolph Ziggler came out, cut a promo on the fans. And you've all forgotten everything I've done for you, or I don't know. I forgot what he said. I know I said this a few weeks ago. I, I'm, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Dolph, but like I'm, I'm always up for new matchups or mm-hmm. new, you know. So I'm ready for let's see how Dolph and Shinsuke get, it goes. See, I don't know. I know Nakamura can put on a good show. I know Ziggler can put on a pretty good show. I just don't know how they'll do together. We will see. I don't know. The promo part has been seen kind of dry. Like, yeah, I know Shinsuke not good. Like his English not good, but that's not even the problem. It's like I don't know. It seems like Dolph is trying too hard. Maybe at sometimes, like trying to try to sell. He's trying stuff. to steal the show. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Every <laughs> damn night. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that Shinsuke there. I'm really ready to see him performing because where they have mm-hmm. been actually. You know, in hey, that's cool. He's the face of uh, the pay per view. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty backlash, cool. Yeah, so. I'm just glad that the uh, whether it was a UK crowd, whatever, whatever you want to use to describe it, I'm glad that the crowd has taken part of the singing of his of his theme that's song because. Though. Sure, and that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, with the UK crowd, they they know, uh, but certain crowds might not. You know, it's just, it depends on what city they go to. I thought so, it was cool they start chanting NXT. Like, no, who, what have you done? It's like the crowd, like NXT, NXT, oh, yeah. NXT. It's like, well, this is gonna be cut off anyway. So he's like, this is gonna be uh, a. Yeah, they're gonna edit this part out yeah. anyway. So y'all chant whatever y'all want. Um, but yeah, I, I I'm just glad that the crowd is has accepted Shinsuke Nakamura. Without having seen much of him on the main roster right. to this point, so they're at least invested in him, and the announcers are, you know, yeah. building him towards the moon. So uh, I don't know, Doug. What are your thoughts on the Ziggler Nakamura segment? What are your thoughts on the on the upcoming match? Um, I thought this segment worked better for me than the past couple have. Mm-hmm. The first, the, especially the first one, I was like, this just. This just doesn't work for me at oh, all. I agree. Um, I thought Ziggler did a better better job this week. He's got to carry the promo because Shinsuke is... He's got more English than you think because I've heard him speak like pretty lengthy in interviews in English. But he has to think a lot about what he's going to say if he's going to like expound a bunch, you know, so it's going to take him a while. So really, Ziggler's got to carry the promo, mm-hmm. which I think he did a better job this week than he did in the past. But... Uh, I don't know. I thought the pull part was cool. I thought like when they got physical, I thought that part worked for me. Uh, how's the match gonna go? I don't know. Shinsuke's from from the SmackDown segment. He seems motivated right now. Maybe he feels like he he's back in a position where he has something to prove. Yeah. 
He's not going to prove himself to this new crowd. He's not going to rest on his laurels so much. And uh, they've they've taken like the they presented him like a star since he's been here. He hasn't been on the yeah. show. They mm-hmm. like make a big deal about it. And even had a match yet. And... Yeah. So they're careful not to like overexpose him quickly or to you know do anything to take away from his in their presence. So so far. Other than pick a better opponent, I don't know what else they could have actually done for him. Sure. I mean, I would have preferred a different opponent, but, but also if you you want to look at it from the sense that he's not going to debut like in a title picture or anything, so you need someone who's enough of a name for him to beat mm-hmm. that doesn't have anything. Like, wow, this guy must be pretty good. So that you're not sacrificing anyone else's momentum. So Dol- in that regard, Dolph is as good of a pick as anybody else. Yeah. It's just like from strictly not thinking about the push or the presentation, strictly thinking about like what kind of match they're going to put together? I'd prefer a different opponent, but we'll yeah. see what happens. Yeah, this will be you know this will be a good warm up match for him, and uh, we'll get to the the matches that we want to see in time. So uh, I'm sure we'll I'm sure they're saving AJ Styles for a possible WrestleMania uh, matchup. That'd be something I'd like to see. Um, after that, quick tag match: Brizango going up against Ascension. Uh, um, Brizango end up getting the victory. And then the Usos come out, cut a promo about 12 days. 12 days. 12 days. 12 days everything. Um, any thoughts on this? On the on the Usos promo? I thought it was funny. Like, you shave his back. 12 days. Go lick his back. 12 days. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so we'll find out what happens in now less than 12 days. Um, Rusev put out a uh, video saying, hey, I, uh, I made an ultimatum to... Shane McMahon and Dana Bryan, I won a championship opportunity. Neither of them have responded, so guess I'll be uh, coming to SmackDown next week looking for an answer. So I like that they're at least building that towards... Uh, they're already building towards their next pay-per-view through that. I want AJ Rusev so bad. I think they would, oh, yeah. they would, they would do really well together. That would be yeah. cool. Yeah, That'll be a good match. That'll probably be like their number one contender match or something. Or maybe even a chance. I, like I don't that. know. I just think they could tear it up together, so mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yep. And Rusev. Then uh, the main event of SmackDown, Jinder Mahal, Kevin Owens, and Baron Corbin going up against Sami Zayn, Randy Orton, and AJ Styles. The Maharaja. That's right. Uh, any thoughts on the uh, on the matchup? Um, you forgot to talk about that <laughs> promo thing they had before where Sami Zayn's trying to I yeah, really like that. I didn't like that either. I did like it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm with Doug. I'm with Doug. I liked it. I like his like his like little. I don't know what is he doing. Is he doing like a Woody Allen thing? Like what is he? I don't know what he's doing. Like it's he's got that going over a plan. Well, I I know what he's literally doing. I just not, I mean like I don't know what he's doing. Like what what he's what going character for? Character is he trying what to stick? But I but I like it even when he's. In one-on-one promos where he's just bouncing off the interviewer, he's got this, like, uh, over-analytical of, like, the situation thing going on that I really like and that I think is, one, unique to him, and two, works for him because it just feels like that is who he is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I love that what he did with, with the word in AJ where he was just like, we You're really a vi- need to work out a plan, guys. And everyone's yeah. just like, fuck off. We got, we got this. Randy is the heavy hitter. He's the Viper. What does Vipers do? They strike. Um, first. <laughs> strike first, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I got to disagree. I, I was like, this feels like 
something that works for Sami Zayn. I think he just needs to be, I don't know, given some more momentum in, yeah. in like, you know, give him time is the land of opportunity. They may mm-hmm. give him something. Yep. Just let them get through with the, the Maharaja. And I'm surprised, like, we've, we've somehow made it through another week and they haven't fucked up Mahal yet. I'm just keep waiting for them mm-hmm. to do something stupid to him. But surprisingly, mm-hmm. they've, they've, like, steadfast, like, pushed say, this guy. Wait till a pay-per-view for, or wait till the SmackDown after a pay-per-view or something? I kind of feel like he could win now. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's out of the question anymore that he's yeah, just, I hope. Uh, at first I was like, he is a... Like a placeholder to get Orton like further out, like they don't know what they're gonna do yet. They're gonna hot shot a guy up there, and then he's gonna beat him, and then they're gonna move on. But it feels like he has like more legs. That whether he wins or loses, yeah. it feels like he's not done yet. You know what I mean? I mean, like they they took a chance on him, giving him the ball. They put the Singh brothers with him, so I feel like that's a good opportunity for them to establish. The problem you know, is. I still don't think he's like an elite worker or anything. No, 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 no. Yeah, that's true. And the problem with the, the the other problem with this is Randy Orton loses his motivation when he's doing shit he doesn't want to be doing. So if he feels like this is not the program he wants to do, he could go in there and fucking dog it on purpose, and then that's not going to help Gender. Mm-hmm. And and Gender's Gender's not that great. Like like he's fine, but he's not all that great to begin with. Mm-hmm. But like presentation wise. I feel like they've consistently knocked it out of the park, like presentation yeah. wise. Even the part where he came out at the beginning of the show and was like, I've already taken my pictures. Like, this is what your next champion's going to look like. Boom, here it is. Yeah, he was like, I ain't still shit. I'm just, you know, I was just getting the ball rolling for when I win it. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and the fact that they gave him the win here. He pinned Randy Orton. And, he and pinned, the announcers are making a big deal out of it. Like, he's just pinned the champion again. Did he pin Zayn last week or the week before that? Yeah, he beat Zayn. So he's winning. The, he's he's on a roll. Yeah, I mean that's how you gotta. He's winning win. the hearts of people. Sure, he's won more matches this month than like maybe in his career. I don't know yeah. <laughs> since his return, right? For sure. Um, we get a before and after look. We got the the three man band. Yeah, and the Maharaja. There you go. I like the hair. I like the hair growing out a little bit. I think it yeah. suits the the gimmick. <clears throat> so. uh yeah, Jinder Mahal, Baron Corbin, and Kevin Owens end up getting the victory with uh, Jinder Mahal standing tall. So, uh, time to go into the Hot Topics portion of the show. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella, welcome to the world, Birdie. So, congratulations to those two. Welcoming cool their daughter, name. Birdie. That's a bad name. That's a bad name. <laughs> Birdie Joe. That's a terrible that's name. That's a terrible name. I love Daniel Bryan, but that's a terrible name. Yeah. I like Birdie. It. I like it. I'm just imagining when I mean, they're. It's only awesome if he's directly directly referencing Street Fighter, and if he's not, then that <laughs> well, his sucks. kid's a bird. <laughs> Birdie's a bird. Uh, I was just, yeah, I'm I'm with you, Doug. Like whenever, whenever it comes time for for Kelsey and I to start talking about kids, I want a normal name. Yeah, like Birdie, not Birdie, because Apple. I'm thinking like, what would look good? What would look better? On a business card, Birdie, or you know, Frank, Frank, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I would take f- Frank over Birdie. Let me be Frank with you, <laughs> please. Please do. I'm not Frank. Uh, okay, I've already. Yeah, Birdie's a little, it's a little different. It's a little out there. Yeah. It's like Apple. Yeah, what? It's a little much. Apple. There's a kid what named Apple. Yes. 
Well, it's it's out there. Well, there's a kid named Blanket. <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's Michael Jackson's uh, kid. Yeah. Ivy Blue. Northwest. Blanket Jackson. <laughs> Northwest. My God. That poor child. My name is North. So, um, anyway. So, welcome to the world. I feel like North is better than Birdie, still. Yeah. yeah. Anywho. Uh, speaking of babies coming into the world, former Tough Enough competitor Sarah Lee and Wesley Blake of Sarah Blake and Lee. Murphy. Yeah. Ring rat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it bad that that's how he knows her ass? <laughs> Anyways, they also welcomed a daughter into the world. As Sarah Lee ring right anymore. I really feel the need to clarify that that's what, what Paige said and not what we said. About Correct. It. Yeah, yeah. Yes. We don't know. We that, don't know. That was a thing on the show that Paige accused her of. And, and Daniel that, Bryan found it to be quite humorous. Oh, Daniel Bryan not, explained what a ring rat was. It is yeah. not us calling her a ring rat. Let me please be clear about that. Absolutely. It, it's what happened on the show. So... It'd be like if I said skid marks. Yeah. You would know who I'm referring yeah. to. Yeah, but skid marks don't have the, like, <laughs> anyone can have skid marks. <laughs> skid marks doesn't have, like, the sexist, like, connotations of us, like, calling a woman a ring rat, which we didn't do. No, we did not. <laughs> it was Paige. We're just. That was what she was referred to <laughs> once. And it was something that Tyler understood the reference. So, shame on you, Tyler. You need to learn Sarah Lee's I'm name. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now I know. I'm not name. talking about the bread. You don't have to be sorry. I'm just saying. That Sarah Lee. Yeah, yeah, the bread. People who didn't see that, I didn't want them to think we. Like, whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa, damn, whoa. damn, that's harsh. How do they know that she's a ring rat? So ring rats are like the name for like the chicks. What are like the guys' names? Like I'm pretty sure like guys try to hit on female wrestlers or is that even? That is, oh, I'm sure they that do. That just being a, a creep. <laughs> huh, that's interesting. Yeah, I don't know the name. Hmm. Douche. I don't know that there's a designated name. Have to Ooh. find out. CLB, creepy little bastard. Yeah, <laughs> CLB. Um, now moving over into injuries, uh, since Braun Strowman is reportedly out of Great Balls of Fire, uh, the rumored name... Great Balls of Fire. Balls. Um, the rumored name to be facing Brock Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire is Finn Balor. That's the rumor going around. The rumor that that's going to face Brock Lesnar is Brock Lesnar. He's his greatest enemy. They better heat fit up fast because nothing is going to feel as big as Strowman Lesnar. You know what I mean? Correct. They don't have a. They don't have another person <laughs> on the roster. Even them. with Balor's demon side character, it's he's not going to be, be enough. as asshole. Yeah. The demon Lesnar. versus the beast at Balls of Fire. You could sell that and then watch Brock Lesnar just toss him around, dude. Strowman and Lesnar, I'm. Completely fucking intrigued as to how that how that goes down. I'm not even sure it'd be good, but I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Now Balor, I can see I can see Balor being solid no matter what, but I don't think I'm as interested. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does that make sense? That yes. I think there's a higher percentage chance that Balor delivers a more passable match, but I am way more interested than mm-hmm. what would happen. With I want to see. Braun and, and Lesnar. Like how how will they lay that match out? Like yeah. who gets more who gets what percentage of shine of the match? Who has to show more ass? That is really fucking intriguing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would much rather that see that one. Yeah. But <laughs> we'll say the the only time that well, I know it was like a handicap stuff, but the only time I've seen like Lesnar in the past few years get his ass whooped was like when the Wyatts were beating him down. That and was Goldberg. Yeah. 
<laughs> but one of the thoughts that popped in my head while we're mentioning great balls of fire, y'all remember American Gladiators? Yeah. Those giant hamster balls they used to mm-hmm. make them run around in. Can you imagine? That's not the coolest event. The coolest event was the fucking tennis ball goes. Well, yeah, that. I was, I was, yeah. I didn't say it was the coolest. The the whole show could just be the tennis ball gallon guns. So I would be, be totally I'm into totally that. that. That was that part was pretty awesome. But, they, have this, they have that one shitty little rocket launcher. It them. never works. <laughs> Probably like one person hit the like the, the little target. Now yeah, I remember you get toward the very end, and then you just have like three tennis balls. It's like yeah. I'm just supposed to throw it. <laughs> like that's all I got. <laughs> I like how the fucking competitors are playing with like nerf shit and like yeah. <laughs> and they've got like gas powered fucking tennis balls being shot out of them. Do you like the side show or not the side show but kind of the show similar to that with Battle Dome? That's the first time I ever Oh, I love Battle Dome. Terry Crews was on there as uh Yes. Yes. Oh, really? Dude, I remember it was, that. It was similar to the same thing. It was pretty dope, man, but it was a little little different, but it was good. That came on after Roller Jam oh, on Roller on Jam. old TNN. Yeah. Man, yeah, it was I remember cool. like the champion, the championship thing was so ridiculous. Okay, so they have like two padded discs, and the competitors stand on the outside of it. It raises them up about 15, 20 feet mm-hmm. in the air, and then it just lets them go, and they crash. If someone falls off, they lose, and they do it like three times. Yeah. Or however long it takes until they had no a little wrestling thing because WCW had like some little interaction with there back when it was open. Mm. It was like a, yeah, I remember it was Scott Steiner, Buff Bagwell, maybe Booker T. I can't show, but they they had like a little little mesh there a little bit. It was it didn't last that long, uh, but, it, but it was good though. Bad Dome was real good. It was pretty neat. They had some Team pretty cool money. stuff. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Team um, Camacho. That's no, what I was thinking. Was, that, was Team Money the one in Idiocracy where Terry Crews was president? Yeah, uh, <laughs> President uh, Camacho, Camacho, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was thinking, you know, they had the giant roller cages from uh, American Gladiators. What if the, uh, the wrestlers have to enter the ring, like go to the ring in those, oh, yeah. and then at the end it catches on fire? Oh, my God. <laughs> Great balls of fire. Yeah. So. Kane got to be in his pay per view too. Like, he got <laughs> no, he's somewhere. busy running for mayor. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but she's been getting endorsements. I hear. Tennessee, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so should be interesting to see how that plays out. <laughs> Vote for mayor, I'll set you on fire. So we've got Kane running for mayor. We've got Booker T running for, for mayor. mayor. Rhino so, didn't make it, but <laughs> no, Rhino didn't get it. But that's okay. I think it's funny he's still wearing shirts though. Like yeah. Rhino for Mayor. He's like he's probably like, well, I had all these shirts Just made, made yeah. so might as well wear them. Let's give some third country man. You're mayor over there somewhere. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of Super Bowl teams let him make it. Yeah. Um. So going over into injury news, man, Emma just can't catch a break. She is oh, out wow. with another injury. Uh, it looks to be her shoulder this time, and I'm sure uh, more details will follow. She posted a. Uh, tweet or something saying at the one of the house shows you know she just got an un, unfortunate uh, break so she might be out for a little bit uh, Ember Moon on NXT she offers also suffered she suffered an injury and will not be taking <laughs> part in NXT TakeOver Chicago I was disappointed in this I actually yeah. like Ember Moon yeah. I, I really thought she was going to win it from uh yeah, mm-hmm. it's from Dallas. 
Didn't we like see her like at Booker T show when we went to like one before this when she performed there maybe? Mm, I want to say maybe, maybe. maybe she wasn't as big as she is, but I want to say she, I've seen her perform before, yeah. man. I want to say she did more like Austin Okay. Yeah. I, I want to say that she went to, to Book's show once. Yeah. Maybe. I'll have to find out. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all the stuff I have. Uh, do you guys have any any hot topic news? Anything you want to discuss or anything like that? No, no, no. All right. Well, that, I guess that's going to do it for us this week. <laughs> so if you have any questions, feel free to submit it to our YouTube hot channel, WNS Video, also our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to our show on iTunes, if you haven't already, by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, BeyondPod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Yep. Follow the podcast yep. on Twitter at yep. WNS Podcast. Daniel is at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore A Bear. Ryan is at King Scorpio Eleven. Man, oh, nailed it all. Oh, um, before we go off there, uh, y'all watch Guardians? Not yet. No, not yet. I want to. Okay, so that's why they I were clo- okay. Damn y'all! Laugh- y'all know knowledge. I was laughing at something. And y'all you like, know what? things. Yeah. Silence. He mentioned something, and I was laughing. Y'all were like, huh? Okay, good. All right. Next time. <laughs> was that just like a really like flagrant way of being like, I got one of your references? No, I'm just no. fucking <laughs> with you. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. All right. It's a good movie. Very I'll good go movie. see it yeah. soon. Yeah. Like five end credit scenes. <laughs> I heard that. Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, damn. Like, that's crazy. Like, all right. I'll stay to the end. Yeah. Damn. I love going to Marvel movies and people just stand up and just leave. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what, what are you? Not, have you learned nothing, nothing yeah. in the decade they've been doing these things? Yeah. <laughs> All right, my guys. God. <laughs> Anywho, that's going to do it for us this week for the podcast crew. I'm Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abear. I'm Doug and Ryan, and we will catch you all next week. Boop.